Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 9.40, 9.40, 20 till 10, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Saints fans, you got to listen to Odyssey's Inside the Black and Gold podcast. We're tracking all the offseason moves, who's in, who's out with the black and gold. So many players to scout, coaches to land, and so much to talk about with the Saints sideline reporter Steve Geller and digital sports producer Jeff Nowak. You can download, stream, and listen to Inside Black and Gold podcast, the offseason Available now on the free Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. New, two new episodes drop each week. Well, we're talking to Jeff Nowak now, WWL sports reporter. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Is this going to be the day where we don't get any breaking Saints news? Because it feels like we can't go a full day without it. I got <laughs> my fingers crossed. So what's going on with Derek Carr? Is that over with or not? Well, it's not over with, right? Like, he is going to – well, he is a free agent. He was officially cut yesterday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. It's what had to happen by the Raiders to make sure that his $40 million in contract guarantees did not kick in. That's why the Saints meeting with him last week was a relevant thing because there was a ticking clock on any trade that they might have made. They would have had to do it by Valentine's Day, effectively – because the Raiders were going to have him off the books by that day. Now, he had a full no-trade clause in his contract, so he would have had to agree to any trade that was offered. Reports were that they were looking for a third-round pick. I think the Saints were motivated to try to get that done so that they could avoid any potential bidding war, get their future quarterback sorted out. Um, But he did go back to the Raiders and say he would veto any trade. And it always kind of made sense to me that he would do that because – while $40 million guaranteed sounds like a, a crazy amount of money, an absurd amount of money to an average person, to an NFL quarterback who's probably going to be the top option in free agency, he's going to get a lot more than that and a lot more guaranteed over a longer period of time. So all that is to say, I think the Saints are still going to go hard at Derek Carr, but now you have to ask the question if whether they can compete financially with teams like the Jets, like the Falcons, like the Panthers, who have a lot more cap space to potentially throw at him. So, from the layman's standpoint, from the fan standpoint, let me lay it out. It seems like we did a lot of mortgaging the future to try to win with the window of Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Now it seems like it's time to either pay off the debt or rebuild or do both at the same time if we can. I'm not sure that Derek Carr is a long-term investment that the Saints want to make because Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, if we sign Derek Carr, then we're saying he is the guy, right? As opposed to Andy Dalton is the guy until somebody else or we find the guy. Is that accurate or not? Well, I think that's the decision you have to make now, right? Like when you were going to potentially trade for him, it was effectively a one-year investment before you could potentially get out of that deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you were committed $40 million to him. And it was like, okay, we're going to bring Derek Carr in. He's on a three-year contract. But if everything goes sideways, we could potentially get out of this after one year. And that gives you a lot of flexibility. 
Now, if you decide to bring in Derek Carr, yes, you're correct. You would have to be committed to him to maybe three, four, five years because the money's going to be guaranteed. So that's where you have to decide. And it's a much tougher decision, right? He's 31 years old. If you, you know, go down the road, you're talking about a guy who's in his mid-30s by the time you may be in a situation where you can move on. Does Do coaching changes happen by then? Is the salary cap different by then? You don't know. So, yeah, that, I think that's where you're – kind of making that decision now. Is it still Derek Carr that you want, or do you want to go with more of a stopgap option, a bridge option, like an Andy Dalton? Jameis Winston is still under contract. I think it's an unlikely scenario that they go with him based on, you know, are there is the bridge burned there when you bench a guy when he's hurt and then you don't go back to him when he's healthy? That's, uh, that's a tough question to answer. But then if you do go that route, you could go someone in the draft. You could take a Hendon Hooker and maybe the second or third round. You could try to go get an Anthony Richardson. You could take a Tanner McKee out of Stanford and kind of let him sit behind a guy for a year and then go to him. So that's where you have to go. But I don't think it's a salary cap thing. I really don't. I think it's more about whether you believe Derek Carr is the guy. Because if you do, you can make the dollars work. It's just a question of whether you should, in my opinion. Do you think he is the guy? Oh, that's a that's a tough question. If I knew the answer, well, to that that's question, why you I get paid, Jeff. That's why I asked you, buddy. That's that's why I, you're here. I want to know. I think he could be. Really, I think he potentially could be. And the reason being is, you when you bring in a quarterback, you want him to impact winning more than anything else. And while Derek Carr has a a negative win loss record in his career, I'm willing to put that a lot of that on the Raiders' ineptitude as a franchise to, to put a team around him. And when you, the stat that stands out to me is he has 28 career fourth-quarter comebacks in nine years in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's the 13th most in NFL history on a team that doesn't win that much. right? I think he has 63 wins as in his career. 28 of those have been come from behind wins. And so like, that's what you want. That's what I don't think the Saints had this year with Andy Dalton is a guy who, you could, who could get the ball back with a minute 57 seconds left on his own 30-yard line, down four points. And you're like, oh, we got this. He's going to go down. He's going to score. Because that's what happened in week, in week six against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. The Saints didn't get past the, the Bengals' 48-yard line in that game. And then they turned it over on fourth and 17. Like, like that's, that's what you're looking for, the guy who you can get the ball to in a winning situation, have him go win a game, just like Pat Mahomes did in the Super Bowl, if you believe the refs. Um, you know, that, that's where I think if you're, if you're trying to invest this money, it's that kind of winning persona that you have not had um, the last two seasons. Uh, so I, I would, I would go after him, but if the market goes crazy, right? Like if the jets go nuts and just throw, throw, throw a Brinks truck at them, then I do think you have to be cognizant of that. If you're the saints, because you are not in the best cap salary cap situation. So, you're going to have to kind of sit and see how this market develops. But I do think he could be the guy in the system. All right, so if not him, who or whom? Oof. That's a tough question. And, and one of the reasons is, and I went through this, I just put up an episode of Inside Black and Gold yesterday that kind of put the tiers of quarterback mm-hmm. options available. And, like, if you're not looking at Lamar Jackson, which would be really difficult considering even if he is a free agent, you're talking five years, $200 million, whatever, mm-hmm. but he's most likely not going to be, and you'd also have to give up a very big package of assets to the Ravens to pry him away when they put a franchise tag on him. So if you're not looking at him, Derek Carr is by far the best option on the market. The other guys are Geno Smith, who, if he's even available, it means the team that he made the Pro Bowl with this year gave up on him and the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and you're not getting a discount. Daniel Jones with the Giants, another guy who you're not getting a discount on. He's asking for $36 million a year. Um, you know, it's 
it's just not an attractive situation. If you go down like down the tier, you're looking at a Jimmy Garoppolo, who I think is a realistic option for this team on a short-term deal. Compare and contrast. He's still under contract. Let me jump in. Compare and contrast Jimmy Garoppolo just as quarterbacks and Derek Carr. Yeah, so so the positives for Jimmy Garoppolo is he has a winning track record in the playoffs, right? I don't think he's as good of a quarterback just top to bottom, like skills-wise, but he does understand how to win football games, and he has been on a team that is set up to win football games. You saw them do it with a seventh-round rookie quarterback this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to find a better winning scenario than the 49ers. So you're bringing in a kind of a steady presence. I kind of view Jimmy Garoppolo as a 31-year-old version of Andy Dalton. Right, like mm. in four years, he's going to be Andy Dalton. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're looking at the the type of player that the the Cowboys signed to back up Dak Prescott, that the Bears signed as a bridge to Justin Fields. That's where you're at with with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think that from a from a ceiling perspective, Derek Carr is above that. That's why I had put him a tier higher. But Jimmy Garoppolo is a very capable starter, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints bring him in either. But that's kind of tier two to me. You talk about Jameis Winston and, and bridges being burned. Um, I know he spent a lot of his time standing away from everybody else on the sidelines um, last season during the Saints games. And I just wonder, can that be, A, do you want him playing quarterback? And then B, if you didn't want him then, why would you want him now? Well, I, I would I would disagree with one thing there is that Jameis actually, you know, he was very active as a teammate. He was the guy running on the field, high-fiving people as they came off. It, it, that was honestly one of the more surprising things to me is how okay. active and and interested he was as a teammate despite being bypassed on the depth chart. So in that respect, I think from a from a team perspective, I don't think that's where the bridges are burned. It's from a coaching perspective where do you trust the coaching staff to not give your job away when you, if you get hurt and miss yeah. a game, right? That's tough. Um, but I think if you're getting into this kind of second or third tier range where you know the other options available are like Teddy Bridgewater, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Andy Dalton, uh, you know, I start to look at it like, guys, he's already under contract on a reasonable number. Can we make this work? Because if we can, that makes things a lot easier for us across the board. And and really only the question is, if you're in that range anyway, and you're going to lose money by cutting him because you're only going to be able to save about $8 million, $11 million off the cap. I'm sorry, about $4 million off the cap. You're going to owe him about $8 million. Like, that's that's a tough scenario. So there there should be motivation to try to make it work if you can. But I just don't know, like, if you're a coaching staff that has already kind of determined that he's not the guy, and then how do you go back from that in the next offseason? I don't know. I, that's why I see it as unlikely, and maybe you're going to end up with a guy like a Baker or or a Teddy. But you, once you get to that part in the free agent market, man, you're looking at a rough set of options one way or another, and I don't know how you could be committed to winning if you're if you are basing your entire offense on a cast-off from other teams. Or bringing Teddy Bridgewater back in his bicycle, right? Right, exactly. I mean, to me, just the storyline alone is fun. Like, I would love to see Teddy back here. I don't think that's going to impact winning in the way you need it to. But, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that would be a fun storyline, if nothing else, right? So, all of this being said, who's likely to be the Saints starting quarterback next season, as it stands now? <laughs> Well, again, it's like you're going to have to kind of wait and see, but I think this team's going to go after Derek Carr. Okay. Um, I, if they were going to do it then, they're going to do it now. And if they can get him, I think he's going to be the guy. If they can't get him, then it's anyone's guess. I think Jimmy Garoppolo would probably be the second option that you might go after. 
um, if, if he's going to be able to be brought in at a reasonable number. And then from there, I think it's a crapshoot. Like you could, you could name five, six different people, and I think they're all on the same kind of tier. I don't see this team breaking the bank to go after a Geno Smith um, or, or Daniel Jones, right? So if you're going to pay the guy $40 million, it's probably, it's probably Derek. Um, the other options could be trade, right? Maybe you go after an Aaron Rodgers. Maybe you go after a Jordan Love if the Packers are committed to Aaron Rodgers. Maybe you go after a Mac Jones or a Ryan Tannehill. If it's Ryan Tannehill, you're still not getting a discount, so that feels unlucky to me. But, you know, that's, that's where I'm at is I think your, your first shot is to go after Derek Carr, and then from there you kind of just have to weigh your options. I'm looking at your story now with the tears, T-I-E-R-S, not T-E-A-R-S. Let's hope you <laughs> got the right one. But uh, it says, Bobby Bear of Saints trade for Derek Carr. We still ain't winning nothing. Thoughts? Yeah, he's Bobby, Bobby is very much on the Andy Dalton and Derek Carr are not any different train. I would disagree. Um, just based on like athleticism alone, Andy Dalton is not a guy who you can extend plays with. He's a guy who everything has to work perfectly around. And I think Derek Carr, by virtue of having to deal with it his entire career, has is a much more amenable quarterback to to fixing things on the fly. So, yeah, I, I disagree with Bobby on that one. But he has a good point when you look at the career numbers. Like Derek Carr does not have numbers that make you jump out of your seat and be like, wow, this is the guy. But I think you have to kind of look at the, the wider picture of what he's dealt with and what he's been able to do with what he's had in there. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate your time. The podcast Inside Black and Gold, you get it at the uh, at Odyssey. You download it. Well, let me I'll get this straight. It's available. <laughs> hey, Jeff, tell me how you get it. <laughs> You can get it anywhere you get your podcast. That that does include the Odyssey app, and it's free, and it works pretty well. I I, I recommend it. That's uh, what I was yeah, check it out. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Jeff. Nine fifty three. <laughs> back in a flash. WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.